0: There. I'm a young. The band oh my
1: God! How's it going, everybody? Welcome to uh, ap- episode two, episode two of the One Golden Moment Football Podcast. My name is Spencer Galanca. I'm extremely tired. I'm also the sports editor, and Cal just beat uc davis um we're doing a little 15 minute instant reaction here um it was a slow start from cal but they got it going as the game went on a lot of rushing yards some big plays from chase garbers and kikoa crawford it was a it was a productive afternoon for the bears and we're here to talk about it i got my three lovely beat riders with me um if you guys want to introduce yourselves again go ahead i'm shalen i'm josh
0: I'm Emily, yeee,
1: and we have our uh, producer here, Mr. Justice, as a great Kawhi Leonard once Say, What it do, baby? What it do, baby? What it do, baby? And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll start with Josh like we usually do every podcast. He's all suited up right now. <laughs> he's looking all nice and fly. Uh, we were up in the press box. Uh, we got to see everything. What are your initial thoughts there, Josh?
2: Uh, instant re in a, instant reaction. Wow, I'm like like Spencer tired, but retired, um, but all for this right now. Um, instant reaction. I mean, I think just the the consistency that we were looking for from this team. Um, we you saw flashes of it. I think second and third quarters, you really saw the explosive play potential that we had all kind of hoped for. Um, that was on display, but. You can't just do that for two quarters against Pac-12 teams. You need
3: to do that for four. Yeah. yeah, this game was about what we expected. All our predictions were pretty close. We thought the offense might start off pretty rusty. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I mean, right from the get-go, I will give
2: Cal credit from the points from the standpoint of it's hard to start a game off as poorly as they did and at the same time play a real... I mean, second, third, in part of the fourth quarter, too, was Cal really at its best on both sides of the ball. I mean, there was a time... You know last year when there were times where n- special teams offense defense, one of those three would be clicking but the other two wouldn't. Yeah. And I felt like today there was a time when you know Evan Weaver just said to us "Look, like, the defense played horribly, but they also the defense forced eight punts and really had a solid game um, if we're being like from a neutral group from like our perspective. yeah, so I think there were a lot of good things to take away. Um, we'll, we'll discuss on that later and go into specifics. But my instant reaction, I guess, is the consistency was there for two quarters, two and a half quarters, but not for the four, which is, you know, you're not going to be perfect in any time, but that's that's where Cal was at, at least today.
1: Final, final score was 27-13. 27-13, the Bears
2: had almost 500 uh, offensive yards. but also insane. had
1: four turnovers. So, that's so you take the good and in the bad, exactly. Uh, yeah, so we, or not we, obviously, not we. That'll be a running theme. Wee wee. I'm going to say wee. Okay.
3: One of my all-time favorite podcasters in Daily Cal, Rory, pretty much said Rory. exclusively we for he Cal basketball. We.
1: All right, we'll go with what he does, I guess. Um, but Ashton Davis. First play, uh, kickoff.
0: Cool.
1: Likes to cough the ball up, apparently.
0: A fumble really Ash, that's a, That was a
2: rarity for Ashton Davis. He's very consistent, solid. Yeah.
1: Um, there wasn't any issues from him for the r- remainder of the game. He forced still. the
2: fumble in the fourth quarter. He yeah. forced Davis's lone turnover. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw, I mean, the early turnovers really hurt Cal, um, but I don't think Davis' Davis's offense really threatened Cal's defense. I thought Coin Dang had an amazing game. Evan Weaver eased into it, but had a slow start. And I think the pass rush was consistent. Um, I think everything on the defensive side was pretty good. I was surprised, though, just how many, like, decently big plays UC Davis had. And it's not a big thing, but they did have some – plays where um, they got away from the Cal defense uh, with Gilliam in the flat and uh, some other different plays, but I was surprised on that front, but nothing really to test um, yeah. Davis and them. I don't think there's anything
3: to be like truly concerned about on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. I mean, There's obviously a few lapses. Cam Bynum got beat one-on-one a couple times, but I mean he also made a couple nice breakups, and then I mean Coin, like you said he filled in very well in his first first cal appearance so he led the team in tackles I don't think you can really ask for much more than that yeah
1: um the thing i'm worried about though is this is again uc davis and we knew this was going to be a talking point especially you know whatever the result was today but it is an fcs team and cal playing good for two quarters isn't going to be good enough um one pac 12 season comes around um but an okay affair for the first game. It went better than I thought it would um, based on the first, first five, six minutes. Emily, any thoughts?
0: I think, just like you said, like, once everything got clicking, um, I was just – I was really excited to see that they were performing well. Like, Garbers, I think, I mean, he got into a good rhythm. Um he started he
1: super shaky. He, oh
0: yeah, but once he he started um, finding those receivers, it was just it was fun to watch, like the offense actually doing things, making plays. It was really exciting. Um, I mean, he had a few beautiful passes. He had a few very lucky passes, like Kakoa's second touchdown. Yeah,
1: yeah, but, that was great.
0: Um, and he had a few really terrible passes, but like you said, I think they showed that they're resilient team. Uh, they can come back. They didn't let the terrible start get in their head. So.
2: Yeah, the one thing I wanted to say on Chase's part, early in the game, Bo Baldwin was, I guess, trying to get him some easy passes to get him going. Um, a lot of swing passes out to Chris Brown, Nico Ramiho, and these guys.
1: There's one um, on third down on the first drive. But
2: in a lot of cases, like... Uh, the receivers downfield weren't open, so that way he was he was checking down to these guys a lot. Yeah, I don't blame Chase so much as opposed to Bo Baldwin for early in the game. And once they started to open up the playbook a lot more, that's when you saw things really start to develop. And against better Pac-12 secondaries, that might not be as you know available. Yeah, but I don't blame Garber so much for the start. than just the
3: whole offense as a whole. In that makes yeah, sense. I agree I, that Baldwin's. Play calling got a lot better as the game went on. Definitely. Spencer touched on it. Baldwin called a swing pass on third and like 10 or something. And that's going to get you a first down like 15% of the time. 10% of the time, yeah. yeah.
1: I think uh, two of UC Davis's or three starting (sighs) secondary members uh, were seniors last season and left the team. So it was a pretty new unit. And that worries me as well on the Cal front. Um, they were able to perform against a very, very minor defense, or minor, minorly talented. I, again, I'm saying random words. <laughs> but
0: you can do that.
1: Again, but I can do that because um, I'm the captain. Uh, but, yeah, so I th- feel like Cal can take a little bit out of this game, but, you know, next week's the true test. And I guess, should we should we roll into that? Are we well, done with Davis' now? Real, real
2: quick, I want to give Davis a ton of credit because they were not intimidated right from the get-go. No. They were oh, fired okay. up. Um, after the three turnovers that that they force, and I think that's a byproduct of obviously Cal's sloppiness and just how how fired up Davis was to get into this thing and get after it. They um, they, won't, they, won't.
1: they were. I mean, down ten, nothing was crazy to start the game.
0: Yeah, I also think I was a little bit, I was surprised um, with some of the the lineup, like especially in the wide receiver position. I think we all expected to see a lot more of like Ricky Walker the third, and he. There's hardly any of him playing. weird. He started,
3: but Makai Pope got way more snaps than him.
0: Who is a true freshman. Just a reminder. Um, Yeah, I mean, Kakoa Crawford, I mean, he had his two touchdowns, but there were times when I think we all agreed that he should have been in, it would have benefited the team, and he wasn't. So, I mean, it's good, I think, that they have depth in that position, but I don't know how beneficial it is to play like a zillion people. Like, I don't know if you want to get them reps and stuff, but I we'll see how it turns out. Um Maybe maybe there's a you know, what's that phrase? The method? Oh, method to yeah, the madness. Method to the madness. Wow. There you go. It's been a long day.
2: It Are we pass. going to on to UW next? Or yeah, I, have, I have one thing to say about Davis then. Yeah, before. go ahead. Uh Chris Brown Jr. before tonight had one touchdown against Oregon State last year. He was Patrick Laird's, quote, backup, but Laird was three down back. Um, Brown would get a couple carries per game. And we knew going into this, into today that he was the starting tailback and that they were preparing to move him into that three down back position. But not even Laird got nearly 40 touches last season and you know got close to 200 yards except for that Oregon State game. I mean, Chris Brown is a true sophomore who I had doubts would be a, a great – three-down back, at least initially, just given that experience, and uh, at least for an out- a single afternoon, uh, he proved the Dodgers wrong. So. Dead, oh, yeah. Deadly
1: stiff farm in the yeah. yeah, yeah, NCAA. I, yeah, yeah.
3: I thought he would be a three-down back, but he's like pr- he, had, he didn't show too much in the passing game yet, but I mean, he also didn't have to because he was so dominant on the ground, but I did not realize how physical of a runner he was. I thought he would be a three-down back, but he was sending... Davis players flying. With the, <laughs>
0: the man's a tank.
3: Yeah, it was he, he's on the scouting report now. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, Who, he definitely is? Do you guys think will be listed as the starters at receiver for Washington? Well, definitely
1: Crawford, definitely Remigio, Um and I
3: think the last one's a toss up. I think they're gonna stick with Duncan, even though I don't think they should. He yeah. had one catch and he fumbled on it. Yeah. So, but he was out there. I'm assuming, just guessing based on eye observations, that he had the second most snaps after, uh, obviously, Remigio. Uh, what are you, who are you guys' player of the game? Should we skip Brown because that's pretty obvious?
2: I think Brown's a consensus for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. We can do, like, kind of impact players that we wanted to discuss. I'm
0: really – Dang was – I was so happy watching him play. He did – great. He not only just, like, he just leaned into that position of of inside linebacker, yeah. like, just no, like, hesitation. And he really, I think, filled the shoes of Jordan Knozik in a hurry. Um, And I'm really excited to see what he can do. And also in combination with Evan Weaver. I mean, they both had, or Dang had 12 tackles, Weaver had 11. I think they're gonna be pretty dangerous, so.
1: Dang was everywhere in the middle. and he I, He's my player of the game, for sure, because he could Blitz. Um, he was good in pass coverage. He was good everywhere, so that was nice. And a good play from Tevin Paul, um, I think, on a field. On a that's round, right, like when he was a up against
2: the running back. Yeah, really I think up. it
1: was in the third quarter, th- or second quarter. That was a great play. Um, so, you know, that's always nice to have good pass coverage from your big men. So, uh, yeah, definitely Dang, for me, I thought was everywhere, um, and it's a good game for him to, you know, establish where he stands at the, you know, well, <laughs> It's not necessarily the D1 level yet since we played an FCS team, but um, in-game reps are always good, and um, I'm glad they played well. I Josh? I pretend that Spencer isn't just throwing so much shade at Davis like this
2: entire
0: <laughs> Like, both <laughs> of these podcasts. Like, they were an
2: FCS team. doesn't really count. Really you know. <laughs>
0: completely negates
2: um, my, my player looking of based off of the – I totally agree with all the guys you said. You can yeah. check out our recap and it's analysis to – Delve in more about specifics, but uh, my uh, but besides those guys, my player of the game uh, might be a little surprising is uh, Chase Garbers. Oh, 10-0, they're yeah. down. Chase Garbers, uh, a lot of the bluebirds came out for a moment we heard him, and in the first quarter, in the first quarter, I mean, I, I understand fans' frustration. Um, Chase Garbers, he did respond well, had a interception early in the first quarter. Um, I guess they had a miscommunication on a route. Um, he settled down nicely. Very, very well. I mean, we tried to, we, we expected him to get some action in the RPO game, and maybe a couple quarterback draws were called. I think there was like one called. Um, but as a whole, I mean, 16 of 28, 238 yards, two touchdowns, the interception. He also lost a fumble in the fourth quarter. Um, but what it matters most, it mattered most. He was efficient. I mean, the team scoring drives um, when they went 87 yards for the first Crawford touchdown. That was a minute and 53 seconds when they scored on. Thomas Greg Thomas's first field goal that was a minute and fifty two seconds. I mean, they were playing with tempo with pace, and you never saw that last year because of all the incompletions and just like the stagnancy of giving Patrick the the ball twice and then throwing an incomplete pass next. So yeah. quick
1: quick quick note. Um, but starting the game with four four turnovers, three turnovers, the game would be dead and buried against you know the Oregon's and Washington's of the world. So like we the, he did a good job, but if he keeps the the the, the his turnover. Prone in up, you know, uh, it's going to be a problem.
3: I think he definitely made improvements in a lot of departments. So compared to last season, absolutely, he was noticeably way more patient in the pocket, especially like we saw in Kokoa's first touchdown. Granted, the offensive line did really well on that play, but he stayed in he there, stayed there for a for while. Ages. And even when he does leave the pocket, which I think he's one of the best scrambling. Quarterbacks in the Pac 12, to be honest, Whoa. because I'm serious. I mean, he's not the fastest guy on the field, but he's smart when he scrambles. Yeah, yeah. And but even when he did leave the pocket, he wouldn't immediately start running. Like, there were times where we saw an- another Kakoa catch where he scrambled out of the pocket, drew in the defense, and then lobbed it over them. Yeah, that was like, a great play. I love that Almost 30 yards.
1: Yeah. Is he your player?
3: Yeah. Oh. Kakoa's my player, not oh, Chase, Kikawa. but we already talked
1: about him, yeah. so... Kakoa. All right, so uh, as I mentioned before, Washington awaits next week, and we're going to get absolutely destroyed, Yeah. as they say.
0: I have some bad news.
1: I said they were, were <laughs> going to win, but that's not going to happen in the slightest. Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, so if they do win next week, I will be, like, that is me manifesting I'm literally psychic, Okay. I don't know how they're going to pull it off cuz Jacob Easton today um he threw four touchdowns.
2: Yeah, four touchdowns, 350 yards. That's uh, a lot Emily, of yards. Emily going. 349 oh, yeah. yards, Josh. We
3: can't misreport the facts.
0: Whoa.
2: Whoops. I'm confused. Whoa. How
3: will you be psychic if we win?
2: I don't
0: Well, no. I'm just that's Okay. The opposite. No, I said I I think that
3: You think Cal is, is going to win. win? Yeah,
0: that's what I Yes, if you listened last week. Oh. You would know. Were you even here well, last week? Well, you just week, agreed with Spencer
3: when he said there's no way we're gonna
0: win. Oh no, sorry. I guess I, my bad. I predicted that Cal would win. I'm confused. Okay, okay. Last week I said Cal would win. I what think is it's your new. now prediction? Now I think maybe, and it's gonna be hard. Nice. <laughs> but so gonna, anyway, I'm still gonna be positive. She's gonna manifest reality
1: with a maybe. No. That's
3: what we're okay. No. Now. Okay, Can I I yeah. Just say one thing. Yes. Yes, Jacob Issa did great. But that's also an FCS team, which we're forgetting. Okay, so then... And Eastern Washington is Okay, known, so then
1: everything we've said about Garbers this entire podcast is null no <laughs> and void.
3: Oh, I mean, Washington and Cal, you can't take... Okay, yeah. You can take that's some true. stuff, but they both played FCS teams that are known for their offenses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Neither of them has have good defenses. That's okay. true.
0: All right. But regardless, Washington's very first possession of the entire season ended up in a touchdown for them. Um, mm-hmm. So I think... It's it's going to be a challenge um, but Evan Weaver um, in the post game interview he was talking about just how he thinks that the defense isn't going to be or is isn't ready now but will be when the time comes for them to play Washington so I think that they're
1: they're going to have four practices Weaver's predicting a win yeah, I mean can they get ready in four practices
3: I think I think the, I think Washington the defense team, is ready. I mean, me too. Yeah. But
1: like, why would you say you're not ready, but we're going to be ready in four days? That's what's, what's he supposed to say? I, I mean, mean, Weaver's the captain. of the We've defense. been ready to go for the entire <laughs> season. I think it's a
2: fair assessment to say for him to say like we didn't play as well as we wanted, and, and Weaver will take things to the extreme. Yeah, we're has, horrible, was we were horrible. Has Weaver
3: ever been happy with the
2: team's performance? I don't no, think so. No. And that's a good thing. Um, my my take on Washington. Look, I think we had an 85%. Cal had an 85% chance of winning. Today and they have a fifteen percent chance of winning next wow. week. So it kind of flips the spectrum. Obviously, going on the road is a byproduct of that. Um, UW's got a young man named Chico McClatcher who is back after um, missing parts of. He left the program last season, but um, he's back. Um, while Miles Gasman is gone, UW's got a solid running backs core of uh, Sean McGrew, Kamari Pleasant, and a couple other great athletes. Um, and and a lot. All respect to Alonzo Gilliam and, and the the Davis running backs. Um, But UW, especially on the road, is going to be an entirely different beast. Um, I do expect the defense to keep Cal in. I mean, that's what happened today was when Cal went down 10-0. The defense kept him in and forced eight punts, if not that one turnover. Um, But, you know, I agree with Spencer in the the terms of it's going to be a very difficult challenge, especially in week two of the season when the offense is working on quite a few things regarding turnovers, and the defense... um, as Weaver puts it, is far from you know where they where it wants to be.
1: I just don't see Garbers like
2: at all being like relaxed well, at the, the start thing of the Washington game. The thing about that is game. that Garbers maybe the offense doesn't have to be perfect if the defense is that. I mean that's how Cal beat Washington last year.
3: I Guess. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> imagine our odds were much better than fifteen percent last year either.
2: They were about 20-25, because U had well, U was five and two and we were four and three in that game. Yeah, that was also at, at home. Berkeley.
0: Well, also, um, in Washington's game today against Eastern Washington, um, Nick Harris, who is a preseason All-American center, and also um, he was an All-Pac-12 leader of a veteran front five, he uh, left the game today with a leg injury. So I don't know if he'll be back next week, but that could change things, I think, in my opinion, in favor of Cal.
1: I hope so. That'd be nice. It would be. Um, score predictions. It's
2: a little early for that, but we yeah. can kind of give a temperature check. I'm cool with that.
1: Oh, Okay, let's do the temperature check. Temperature check <laughs> with Josh Yin. What's <laughs> that supposed to mean? I mean we're we're just gonna to be a of a yeah we're just gonna check the temperature. <laughs> forecast a bit. tonight. What's the forecast?
2: Spitting fire, hot takes only.
1: Spitting fire, hot takes only with Josh Yin. <laughs> Josh, what are you thinking tonight? Um, looking ahead to next weekend with when Washington plays the California Golden Bears.
2: Uh, well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to my guy, Josh Kirschenbaum. He's the managing editor up at The Daily at UW. Looking forward to seeing him next weekend.
1: Josh, we didn't um. ask for a shout-out. We asked for a temperature Sex. check, Josh.
2: <laughs> temperature check. Yes. Um, Feeling like a low-scoring contest. I agree. A low-scoring contest, a grind-out type of game in which UW wins by a
3: score or a score and a half. I wow. was about to say the same thing. If I had to make a score wow. prediction, it would be like 21-13. to 13. That, sounds, that sounds about right.
1: 23-3, Washington.
2: Spencer's got no... After yeah. today, They'll I don't. Open the I offense. think
1: Garbers does absolutely nothing Uh-oh. on Saturday. So I
3: would Look agree forward with to you that. if there wasn't the second half of the game or, like, end of second quarter, Yeah. third quarter. I get you. The first quarter and a half was way too eerily similar of all of last season where mm-hmm. Cal's defense would keep them in the game and the offense would go three and out. I, I was at the point in the time.
2: second quarter where I was like, I'm pulling up Brandon McIlwain's number and, like, giving him give a ring because whatever's going on in the field right now does not look like a team that claims in the offseason, it, like, it had conviction that it would be better. Also,
3: yeah. though, there were a couple times Garbers was doing just fine, but McAllen-Castles drops the Boy, easiest yeah, that's pass not Garbers Garbers, well, That's what I'm Jordan saying. Jordan Duncan fumbles yeah. a perfect pass by Garbers. Mm-hmm. So not everything was Exactly, I, I agree.
2: Right. All
1: right, fam. Um. So that's uh. The, that was better. That was a better podcast, right? What <laughs> uh, then? We, we gonna do plugs or? Yeah. I mean, go to dailycal.org dot org slash sports uh, if you slash guys want to section slash sports slash section slash sports. Recaps are up on the website. We recaps are also on our Twitter page at Daily Cow Sports. We have a Facebook page. Just search Daily Cow Sports. The recap and instant analysis will be up there uh, tonight or tomorrow morning. And I'll be doing a column. The, night of the game Shaylin will be doing a column on tuesday so look out for that and we'll be doing we'll be previewing washington more in depth hopefully we can get our next podcast up by thursday so that would be cool if we could do that um thank you guys for listening we're all tired cows want to know and we continue Woo-hoo. onward thanks right, for so listening well. guys cows want to know
2: oregon's own one <laughs> I think their loss is <laughs> pretty <laughs> excusable, Take though. that. It's a tough day to be a hey, duck. Jay-Z said it best. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers
1: don't. Sweet. <laughs> oh, I thought
0: you were going to say, like, ducks lie or something. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ducks lie. Ducks fly. Ducks, ducks fly. do, yeah. Alright,
1: guys, anything. thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.